The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour in the seas, so may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. <laughs> Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John appeared baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And all the country of Judea and all Jerusalem were going out to him and were being baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and wore a leather belt around his waist and ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. In those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my beloved Son. With you I am well pleased. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight for you are our strength and you are our redeemer glory be to the father and to the son and to the holy spirit as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen i invite you to be seated today is the first sunday after epiphany Throughout Advent, we have been hearing the promise that we are not alone, that we have not been forgotten, that our Savior has come and is coming to set the world right, to bring His people to the home that He has prepared. And throughout Christmas, we have been reminded that it is Jesus Himself who is our Savior, that He is the one who has come to set us free from sin and death, That our creator himself has taken our humanity on himself. 
and has himself become the way for us to receive new and unending life in him. And today, this first Sunday after Epiphany, we turn our eyes toward the baptismal font. Because within the waters of baptism, we see the way of our Savior. The way that God has chosen to bring us to himself. Because within these waters, not only are we washed and made clean, but God himself in the person of the Holy Spirit is waiting there to meet us. In our gospel lesson this morning, after Jesus descends into the waters, Mark tells us that the heavens were torn open. Now let's be honest. How many of us heard him say that this morning? Or did we just skip ahead to hear the Father's blessing and see the dove descending? But Mark says to us that when Jesus came out of the waters, he saw the heavens torn open. Heaven opened up. The others The the other Gospels describe heaven as being opened, and the word that they use is being opened like a door. But Mark uses the same word that the other Gospels and Mark use at the end when they describe the, the temple curtain being torn in two. It's a different word entirely that he uses because he wants us to see an entirely different picture. That as Jesus comes out of the water, something happens that changes Everything. That he cries, it is finished from the cross. And what is finished begins as he comes up out of the water. Because God in Christ has become a person. A human being just like you and me. And he walks among us and he steps into the Jordan River. In those waters, somewhere in the deserts of Palestine, and now, because he has stepped into those waters, heaven has been torn open for us. He descends into our humanity, and now paradise is restored to his people. He rises obediently out of the waters, and now the gates of Eden are unlocked. God himself is baptized in his creation, and the heavens are torn open. And what do God's people see when the heavens open? Mark says the first thing that they see is God. The first thing that Jesus sees coming out of the waters is his Father. That closeness, that that intimacy that we had with God that we lost because of our sinfulness is now restored through baptism in the person of Jesus Christ. He himself stands in the midst of the water, literally stands between heaven and creation. The creator himself, the word which spoke everything into existence and then resting on him, they see the Holy Spirit. God's people in Christ see the Holy Spirit physically present, actually here in the midst of His creation because of the work that Jesus Christ has done for His people. And then the Father's voice echoes across eternity speaking words of peace and blessing to us. The triune God is revealed to us 
God Himself, as He really is, is revealed to us in the baptism of Jesus Christ in the Jordan River. Heaven is opened and God has made His home again with us. But as they look, they see something else too. That the work that Jesus Himself is submitting to in the river is exactly the reason that heaven is now opened. God didn't make a declaration of forgiveness from an ethereal throne. God didn't work some miraculous wonder in the sky. He didn't send a a holy man who would enlighten people. He didn't send a general who would lead an army in conquest. He didn't do any of those things that happen in all the stories that men tell about God's. Mark says that God bathed our humanity, that God took our humanity and bathed it and washed us clean. And in bathing us, he gives to us the hope that sin can be forgiven, that home can be real to us again, that what we lost in Eden has now been restored in the Jordan River, that what was lost is restored to us in the waters of baptism. It's not magic. It's not effort. It's not work. It's not sacrifice that we accomplish that brings us what was lost. It's Jesus Christ's obedience. Jesus' obedience to the Father restores the image of God in His people. And as he enters into the waters, he hallows his creation to be the means by which he will restore his creation. And that is why we come again to the baptismal font today. In just a few moments, we are going to lean in to watch the father embrace Vivian as his child. To see Jesus reflected in her as the water cascades over her head. To sense the Holy Spirit as he hovers over the waters of creation. These waters that make us a new creation. And here we will see and we will recall. We will remember our own baptisms. To hear the Lord speak to her heart and to our heart. You are my beloved child. And in you I am well pleased. That's why when St. Peter was talking to the crowds on the very first morning of God's new kingdom. In the midst of God's Pentecost. Peter tells the crowds who have been moved by the Holy Spirit toward remorse for their sinfulness. They ask him, what shall we do and what does he say? He says, repent and be baptized every one of you. That your sins may be forgiven and then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise of God is for you and for your children. For those who are near and for those who are far from home. Every one of you God is calling to himself. And it's that same prophet, it's that same apostle, the same St. Peter says to us in our epistle lesson this morning that it is this baptism that brings us to salvation. Not because our bodies are being washed clean, but because in it God is revealing our own clean hearts.
that we have been saved through the resurrection of our Savior Jesus Christ. Christ in baptism makes us His own. He gives His own life to us. He destroys sin. He sets us free from our slavery to death. And He gives us new hearts and a new home. This is what Scripture teaches us. This is what the Anglican faith affirms. That baptism is not simply a sign or a symbol. It's not merely a public profession of our faith. It's not a sign that we're different from our neighbors. It is the sign through which we are reborn. It is the instrument by which we are grafted into the body of Christ. It is the instrument by which our sins are forgiven. It is the instrument by which God adopts us as his sons and daughters. It is the instrument through which God makes us his own. In our baptism, faith is confirmed. Grace is poured out on us as God's people gather around us. In prayer. And God is here today, ready to receive us into His arms. Each one of us who truly turn away from our sinful lives, trusting that He is a God who forgives and restores and is ready to pour out His Holy Spirit on all those who believe, granting eternal life through Christ our Lord, making us fit for the work of building His kingdom. This is the promise that God gives to Vivian today as she comes to the fount. (laughs) This is the place where we find new life. This is the place where we find new creation. A new heart. A new home. Here again we see the veil between heaven and earth torn apart and we hear the Father Speak the words our hearts yearn to hear, have always yearned to hear. Spoken over every single one of us today who belongs to Christ. You are my beloved child. And in you I am well pleased. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Father is restored.